That's there's our intro. There's our opening. You guys didn't even know I was recording because you didn't hear the whoop whoop whoops. Oh, cheeky! Bell. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Netflix Explorers podcast. Today we got Man versus Happy People, Year in the Tiger, <laughs> <laughs> and Shimmer Lake. Stick around. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and once again, welcome to the Netflix Explorers podcast. Um, my name is Dale, and I'm just happy to bring together some just strapping young lads with me. First of all, Adam, good to see you, my friend. Good to see you too, man. And I say you're also looking very strapping yourself. You know, what? you got to be dapper for the life feed. How was your Fourth uh, of July? It was good. It was good. Very festive. Very patriotic. What about yours? Pretty good. Pretty good. We were sitting basically the same. Uh, the same distance away and the same. I was looking right at you. We yeah. could have just brought mics out there and put a podcast That's together. What we should have done. Got yeah. the, and then you got the fireworks on the live feed. So, well, we couldn't have done it though without our the third wheel, the the the, the cog in the your mag wheels on your old huffy that kept that bike rolling. Patrick, what's going on, man? Hey, Dale. It is good to see you. Yeah, I'm uh, hoping to bring as much as I possibly can to this cast. Well, you know what? We hired Dottie. And, uh, you know, we're kind of introducing her to the email systems and what computers are and electricity and chairs, stuff like that. She's a little, you know, in the past. And unfortunately, Patrick was not added to this email of the movies that we're going to watch for this podcast. So Patrick is going to play the role of just a your average listener who hasn't, you know. I hate to go have to open up that stack of resumes again. Yeah, does Don, we? I mean, usually oh, we. Thank I'm, I'm, God, I'm going I'm I'm to give her a one a warning. It's you, you know what, just a little, just a little warning, a little talking to, and hopefully she'll pull it back together. Oh, I think I hear her crying upstairs. Well, yeah, you should have read the email I sent her. Oh, oh, I didn't. You sent her one. Yeah. What'd you say? It, I can't even repeat it now. Right, hang on, hang on. I'll, I'll read it after. I'll read. Yeah, it we'll read it after. Did you CC me on it? Uh, yeah, you were C. Well. No, it was in the same email link as the the movies we we're supposed to watch for this week. So, uh, anyway, so the movies this week we got Man versus. <laughs> so she forgot to see C. Patrick, and then you forgot to see C. Patrick. Well, yeah, because the email <laughs> string didn't have him CC'd, <laughs> so I just didn't add him. I'm sorry. This yeah. is Dottie's job. Okay. Anyway, uh, on to more pleasant things. Indeed, like uh, Man versus and Happy People Year in the what is it? Taiga. Taiga. And then uh, Shimmer Lake. It's Shimmer Lake, right? Shimmer Lake. Shimmer Lake. All right. Or well, Shiner Lake. I oh. thought it was Shimmer. We'll figure that out. We'll, we'll get, figure it we'll out in post. Yeah. Um, but first one up is Man versus. I believe we got a trailer. Let's go ahead and boot that up real quick. DDI. Looks like he's ready to make some TV magic. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm even going to say goodbye. I didn't want to wake you guys up. Be safe, okay? <sighs> Ooh, there's a little foreboding. So a guy, a TV presenter, out in the wild, leaves his wife. It's like a Bear Grylls kind of guy. It's kind of a Bear Grylls. Goes out in the middle of the woods. You up. They're explaining it as I talk over them, of course. So he's Well, got... here I am in the wilderness of the great Canadian North, and I'm completely on my own. I won't be seeing anyone for another five days until they come pick me up. 
So he's got to build the. Uh... Be careful, okay? And we will be here when you get back. And so will Eats. Leave it up to your imagination to imagine what those were. Like it. A straight man would like a hint. No weapons. Just back away. Get out of Mr. Wolf. He's a wolf. No lifeline. Come on. Sad no phone's not working. Service. Probably got Verizon. Hey. <laughs> I got Verizon. Oh, shit. Whoa. Whoa. Language. See anything like that before? See some crazy material, some gooey material on the ground. Someone clearly out here. It's being stalked. Oh, well, there's a lost horn. If I've ever heard it. <laughs> there it is again. The smoke monster's coming. But not alone. I know you're out there. Ooh. What? That was quite a reveal. That was quite a That was a great shot. He gets shot off this uh Man versus. Get shot off this big cliff. Into the water. It's a great shot. Ooh. So he gets shot down into a well, and he can see that somebody looked up, down, like down into the well. Couldn't see who it was, though. Yes. Um, but that's man versus Adam. Do we got any details? We are uh, we're a little behind the game, but uh, I got man versus um, 2015 film. Um, so basically, uh, the trailer kind of summed up pretty well. A guy who's like a Bear Grylls kind of adventure TV guy shows you how to survive in the wild. Um, he goes out there into the Canadian North to film a uh, show on how to survive and how to make shelters and right. traps and all that stuff. And um, he's uh, he's kind of an eccentric character, shall we say? Mm-hmm. And then it's, it starts to to build up that he's not alone out there. Right. So it's uh, it's very creepy. He's just Most of the movie is just him out in the wilderness. So. And it plays with his mental game a little bit. The guy gets a little, like you said, he was a little eccentric. He gets more and more as it goes on, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick, are we, uh, we diving into it enough for you? I mean. Yeah, I have you, a question right out of the sure. gate. Sure, yeah, let's hear it. They give him a cell phone? Yes. A sat phone and a cell. That's, you, it's part of the thing. I Sorry to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. The thing I didn't like about this movie, right off the gate, it just it felt very fake. Like they were trying to, they were almost mocking like those Bear Grylls types. Sure, how they go out there in the wilderness to put on a good show, but really like their camps like a mile away and they have right. phones, and, right? You know all this other stuff. As soon as like he's talking to the camera by himself, and then he's like, "Okay, guys, action!" And then as soon as he cuts off, he's like, "God, I hate this place." Well, yeah. you know what? That is a, that's an interesting take, though. I actually that was a redeemable part for me because. He'd be bent out of shape about something. He's like, this sucks. I can't get this fire lit, blah, blah, blah. He turns the camera on his face, and then he smiles and goes, and I'm out here, and it's a beautiful day to be camping. And you're like, yeah. that's how, I mean, it's kind of how the sausage is made a little bit. Right. That's why when I selected this movie for the docket, that was one of the reasons I picked it, because I thought, oh, okay, like, it's kind of like a Bear Grylls type of movie. That's never been done before. That could be kind of cool and interesting. It puts itself in a horror category, so you mix Bear, Bear Grylls and horror. Where can you go wrong? Well, I mean, you kind of can. You kind of can. Um, yeah, but you were talking earlier, Adam. Shallow characters, uh, right off the bat, I thought it was just kind of like. First of all, the the it in the trailer it opens up. He's sneaking out of his house from his wife and kid to shoot this, you know, outdoor. And I thought thing. the trailer nailed it because he left the house with his wife, and then it skips right to him going into the wilderness. But there's a good. 
25 minutes of the movie in yeah. between that time. Traveling. And you can completely skip it. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. It's yeah. So, it's so fake. And they have like a fake music montage on the bus driving up there. Right, right. It was like, are you, is this Anchorman? Yeah, are you <laughs> trying to build? Yeah, are you building a relationship with the rest of the crew members? Yeah, so that whole that whole beginning just like turned me off. They could have just edited that all out. Right. And it was very fake. It just felt fake to me for right. some reason. I don't know why I say that. but What's up, Patrick? Is he like a... TV host, like he's done this multiple times. Or they, basically, the story is they're they're kind of up and coming. They've been on local channels, and this could be their big break. And what's interesting is, you know, I'm not spoiling anything, but as they're in the part you can skip in the beginning, they talk about they're like, "All right, man, don't screw this up. Like, have fun out there. We'll see you in five days. Don't screw it up. Like, come back with good footage." Everybody on his team, they're not supportive. They're like threatening. Come back, man. This is our big break, man. We could really get, you know, get really yeah, get some he's, sponsorships. He's, mu- he's much more Hollywood than he is woodsman, shall we say. Yeah, that's yeah, true. You know? So he's like, he's kind of a little prissy. You know, he's, he's got his hair all nice. Well, he's from, um, for everyone that's seen Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. he's the, who's the billionaire that's trying to be a billionaire? He's got, he drives like fast cars and he's got the beard. You know that guy? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. A, I forget his name in uh, Silicon Valley, but. He's like that kind of character almost. Yeah. In this movie, over eccentric, just yeah. like. Way and his over beard the top. never changes length for five days. Yes, which bothers me. It's kind of a Jack from Lost type of thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of Lost uh, crossover. <laughs> um, but um, let's see here. What else do I got written down? Um, um, yeah, it's shot like a made-for-TV movie. It's real light. It's real shallow. And it just, you know, like Adam said, it's just kind of empty. Is it filmed more like bear country? Or not bear country, like back country? Or is it more like troll hunter? No, it's more like, uh, it's no, it's neither. Um, it's it's like a standard cinematic shot. Right. But then they do some, like, shots of him holding a GoPro, like, filming I'd himself. I'd say 25% was... Like self set up shots that he did. Yeah, but it's not a gimmick. You know, it's like it's you're watching the show, like how he's filming the show. Which right. you, you've seen those shows, you know how those look. Right. Um, but it's not it's not like that too much. Like that's when you can really tell when like plots like developing. I guess because they don't use that shot. You right. Know? It's like I wrote, I wrote down it's less believable than Troll Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd 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 agree with that. Sorry, guys. You got to take that? No. Okay. California. I don't Ugh. know anyone in California. Nice. Um, but anyway, you uh, it, the handicam did suck. There was quite a bit of, like, you know, GoPro right in his face, and his face was 95% of the screen. It's like, okay, hold the GoPro out a little farther. It's fisheye. It'll capture quite a bit. Just, it's... Ugh. How much of it is fisheye? Well, he has a GoPro for a lot of it. So, so all... Not... No, not everything, because he does have a DSLR that he sets up on sticks to, you know, do his, like, opening shots you saw in the trailer. Yeah, he yeah. he kind of opens it up a little bit. But, um, I mean, moving quickly along here, the how can we dance around the ending? There well, is bef- quite a reveal. Before we get to the, uh, the ending, I, was okay. gonna, I wrote this down. I was going to bring this up to you because I wonder if you picked it up. But the CGI was awful. Oh, he, yeah. Like, they CGI'd a fire next to him, and he's, like, warming his hands. His hands are, like, in, in the fire. In the flames, like yes. he's, I'm like, you're burning right yes, now. Yes, right. And then, like, uh, so, and then the, they show it in the trailer, and it's, like, there's, like, an earthquake-type event, and then there's a huge, like, crater that develops. 
Yeah. And yeah, a, yeah, and yeah. the side of a mountain. Right. And he like never goes to check that out. No. No. Just another occurrence out in the Canadian North. Yeah. Oh, man, that's weird. Hey. <laughs> he doesn't go look at it. Hey. Like, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, but anyway, th- there is quite a reveal, uh, and it, it ends in a very different way than even the the widest minds could have ever thought if there's, I think. if there's any redeeming quality it is the ending because it's just so far out there and you get to shut it off right afterwards yes so that's the another redeeming part about it what's up patrick how long does it take to get to the ending uh way too long do we got a time here i, I thought I w- it was shorter i'd say you don't really know what's going on until 90 minutes so 90 minutes so just south i, I would say about an hour into it you really don't know what the uh What's out there stalking him, or who's out there stalking him? Until, That's true until the end. Although I think the trailer gave it away, it kind of did. Which, don't don't watch the trailer. Don't watch, watch the trailer. trailer. Actually, the movie will be better. How about this? Let's just uh, let's just cut to the chase right here. Start start the movie. Watch four minutes. Fast forward through forty minutes, and then keep fast forwarding till fifteen <laughs> minutes from the end. And then it actually is a great film. This could be a great short. Yes. Especially with the ending. Like, the reveal is epic. The yeah. ending. You're right. I think if it was, like, a short... If it was 15 minutes, it would be better than... Because there was some just long, drawn-out... Yeah, we understand you're in the wild. We understand you're setting traps. Like, we don't... We don't care, but we, we saw horror on the... On the, you know, on the docket. I'd make it, like, a half hour. A half hour would be perfect. I'll give you a half hour with credits. Yes. That's seven minutes. So. Right. right. Anyway, so that's what we think. I mean... Patrick, do you, any uh, any replies before we go into rewatchability? Anything you're thinking in your mind? Well, th- as with, opposed to thinking anywhere else. Yeah, with with watching the trailer, like it looked like they gave away what the man versus is in yes, it. Yes, yes, right. And it's just absurd that they would do that in the yeah. trailer. So I, I can't imagine that the movie's structured any better than the trailer at this point. That's true. In fact, again, if it was a short film, it would only have to be a little bit longer than the trailer. Uh, to see it all. Although they don't give all of the reveal away with what you were talking about we saw in the trailer. Yeah, there's still more to give away. There's still another little whammy at the end. But So you're saying watch another trailer and I don't have to watch the movie? I'm saying watch it on Fast Forward. Okay. Yeah. Um, but rewatchability, Adam, are you going to watch this one again? No. You're not. Now, even on, like, if you wanted to, if Patrick wanted to watch it since he hadn't, would you do a Fast well, Forward? Well, I don't want to be rude, you know. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 fast, I Fast Forward watch it through with him. Okay. I, I would do, I would narrate. Yeah. Much like uh, the guy from Happy People. Werner Herzog. Yes. Werner Herzog. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as you, Adam. Totally agree. Uh, rewatchability uh, is really not there unless you're on fast forward. Um, let's go into our drink reviews, man. Let's bring it down the liquor store aisle. Uh, so I wrote down a bottle of Kamchatka. Okay. Uh, bottom shelf vodka. I don't mean that as a compliment. Uh, but I w- when I was... Uh, you got to be careful here because sometimes bottom shelf <laughs> is good. Yeah, I know. For you, it is. Yeah. I, that's why I had to preface it. I just like to hang out down there. Well, like, so I drank Kinchaka a lot in college, you know, because you're just... Because hey. it's college. Yeah. Oh, hey, let's drink alcohol, guys. Okay. Let's <laughs> right. buy this cheap bottle because we're all broke. <laughs> and it was great then. So I feel like for younger viewers, it would be like, if you're like a teenager, this probably be a good movie for you guys to watch. But as you get... Not trying to sound like a snob, but as you get a little older and get a little more movie experienced, you won't right. enjoy it as much. You moved to uh, you, Pepe, uh, yes, tequila. Pepe <laughs> and uh, McCullen, right? And or, and Clan McGregor. Clan McGregor. There you go. Um, what I got written down is um, is uh, what do I got? Just like a regular old bourbon. It's just uh, it it just your run of the mill. Maybe not even a Jim Beam. 
just like a little it's bottom shelf bourbon uh like no ice and i've i think i've used that before but it's just like yeah like bur- like bourbon's good but like it just you know you kind of just especially if it's a warm glass you just want to get it over with quick and finally when it's over the glass is over you're kind of relieved that you finished the glass and when this movie is over you're relieved yeah. you finished it so patrick do we sell this movie to you what do you think I think I would watch it under the premise of how Dale described it. You know, watch that first, set it up, skip that, set up. Montage stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of, yeah, you nailed it, man. It would be a perfect 30-minute short movie. Right, right. It would be really good. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's way too drawn out. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, right. I mean, we all know you're in the woods. We'll get over the rabbit traps. I mean, it does play into it a little bit, but they could have absolutely Mm, sorry about that. Mm. They could have indeed cut it down to yeah. uh, thirty minutes. They try to do a lot of like those uh, establishing shots in horror movies that you see a lot. You know where they show something for a long time. You think, oh, something going to jump out, but then it doesn't. You know, just to get you on edge. Handheld cam from far away. I don't think you need that. Right. There's. Is there a lot of jump scares in it? Not. Not as many mm, as you think. You. You will never feel scared. No. Okay. Yeah. You'll just feel upset. Yes. And angry at the main character. But moving quickly along, we're going to something much happier. Happy people, a year. Adam, can you can you just say the title for me in in uh, Werner Herzog voice, please? Happy people, a year in the tiger. Thank you. Uh, let's go ahead and watch the trailer. This is the village of Bachtia in Siberia. That's not Adam. That's actually Werner Herzog. Music box fumes. The endless wilderness <laughs> that surrounds this place is known as the Taiga. This colossal landmass is one and a half times the size of the United States. Whoa. What's it trying to say? Werner Herzog, visionary director of Grizzly Man and the Cave of the Forgotten Dreams. So it's these guys out on the ice. Walking with their boats and their dogs. Their little dogs. They have snowmobiles. They do. It's the only piece so of a, modern equipment. It's a very remote village. Right, just kind of a documentary explaining the lives of these people that live in the most remote, harsh landscape. Yeah, they go, they're trappers, and like they spend how long out in the in the in the backwoods? Yeah, so they go out to the winter for like, or they go out into the backwoods all winter, basically from like October till yeah April April trapping. Right. So basically, this documentary follows what is it? Three, two trappers, one trap. One main guy. And then there's a couple, like, his friends or whatever. Yeah. But it's pretty interesting. Um, the we're, just we're, ca- yeah, we're watching the trailer. just beautiful scenic shots of uh, the frozen north. You see the harsh snow blowing. Right. It's very cold. Um, music swelling. Yes, as you can tell. Um, so they're on their snowmobiles. They're getting out to their trapping locations. And um, happy people. A year in the tiger. So that's that. Uh, do we got any deets on this one, Patrick? Yeah, let me oh, compile right. these um, notes real I quick. I got a couple of deets for it. It's um, Happy People came out. 2011 film. Okay. Uh, documentary. Which is something new for us. I'm glad we're getting into the docs a little that's bit. That's mainly why I put it on the docket. I was like, let's, you know, we should do a documentary because there's lots of good documentaries out there on Netflix. Sure. Um, I've seen a couple of them. I'm not... I don't watch them a lot, but it's uh, this one came highly rated. IMDb seven point nine. Warner Herzog, very well yep. known documentarian. Um, so I thought this movie would be pretty a good um, good start for us into yeah. that genre. Break into the documentary. Yep. Um, so 
it kind of reminded me of if you like any of those shows on History Channel, Discovery, like backwoods people or Alaskan bush people or right. just people living off the land. That's kind of like this is right yeah. up your alley. It just kind of shows a lot about what these people um, like have to do uh, out in the you know the great north just to like survive. But they're surviving and working at the same time. They're working all the time. Right. They have to do everything. It's 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 crazy bizarre their schedule and how they like live life. They're away from their families for you know months at a time and bringing back furs and the only like modern things they have is chainsaws and snowmobiles yeah (laughs) that's like that's the only modern stuff they have and the only the only way to get to this village is either you chopper in there or you have to wait in the summer to take a boat there because it's on the river it's on a big river right so there's no roads there it's like it's super remote and uh so yeah it was it's pretty interesting it basically goes through a whole year yeah, uh, of the village. So you see, like spring, summer, right. autumn, winter. Mm-hmm. They come back to be with their families, but just for like a week. I think it was um, something was January four. Like they had like a some sort of uh, event for them. I forget what January four. January seventh is, is Russian Christmas. Oh, okay. My my we're, we're Russian. Yeah. So my dad always said he never wanted to take the Christmas lights down. Until after January 7th for oh, okay. Russian Christmas. Yeah, there you go. I thought it was just he's being lazy. He didn't want to take the lights down <laughs> <laughs> right away. Right. So Yeah, so that's what it's about. I mean, Patrick, we, we touched on a little bit. We're not really giving anything away here. This doesn't have a uh, doesn't have a crazy finish to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so we can spoiler. Yeah, I guess. It's like uh, it's weird we're, we're doing a film without a spoiler. Patrick, what we've been saying, interested at all or not? Yeah, I'm curious. Is, is it just voiced by Warner, or is he actually in it? No, he's just voicing it all. Just voicing yeah. it. Yeah. So they follow. He's this, the executive producer. They as follow well. this main guy Nikolai, right? And the, he's like kind of the main guy they follow, and uh, so he's like they show him he's making skis. It was a whole like ten minutes about how he makes skis. Yeah, he has to like cut it. He has to pick like just the right tree and yeah. how he forms it in fire and then water and then he doesn't go buy skis. He forms them every year, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pretty I'm bizarre. assuming the whole movie's in Russian with English subs. Correct. Yes, and you got Werner. Werner does obviously English uh, 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 narration. Mm-hmm. And then is there a runtime on it? Not about th- ninety minutes. Is nice. it very nice? I don't know. It, it ma- did it make some cash? I know we don't really know the budget. It made uh, made three hundred thirty thousand dollars. Okay. So paid for the tickets out there for sure. Yeah, there you go. Made some money. Yeah. Yeah, so I I mean I thought it was really interesting. This they uh again, just all the stuff that they got to do just in a you know a year. You think, you know, yeah. you're putting in a little bit of overtime and you're really feeling it. These guys live work. Man, they're they're great fishermen too. Yeah. They they put these nets down. They catch fish all the time. Oh man, these <laughs> fish I just I just got back from a fishing trip and the fish they were pulling out, we would have just died to have pulled out. Yeah. It's, it's it is all these old techniques are they're still working well today. So is the main character is he sort of teaching his son or somebody? Yes, he's teaching his son the ways of his whole philosophy was pretty interesting. It was it was mainly like it followed this one guy and he he talked a lot about his philosophy on life a lot. That was kind mm-hmm. of the the ha- where the happy people thing comes from. Right. So he's kind of showing you he's like, you know, we've been doing the 
humankind's been doing this stuff for centuries and it's like barely been improved upon right. because it's so it's, it's just it's over it's been improved it upon be. improved upon improved upon to this to point like it's just this is how they do it this is the best way to do it he was making these traps uh out of just huge logs and they'd they'd basically uh you know once they once the whatever they were trapping sable the, which i never heard of sable sable's like a cat yeah like it's, big, like, it's like, like a big, a, it's like a mountain a, lion type of thing yeah so they were they were uh, hunting these sables and he he is pretty interesting he talked about in 1970 the soviet union gave him like 1500 kilometers of land yeah acres or whatever and they're like yeah. okay we're gonna drop you off here and you're just gonna trap for us right yeah he was it him or was it his dad i think it was him it was him because he they just dropped him off they said okay this is what you're gonna be doing now this is your job here's your 15,000 square kilometers good luck and so he had to figure this all out you know figure all the techniques out and and how to trap and he was building again these huge log uh basically uh you know these huge traps that like just were like spring loaded, but only out of you know this certain type of pine that when the sables grabbed it, it yeah. would just smash <laughs> them down. It was it was it was Stone Age technology done by a guy who's got a you know brand new still uh, you know chainsaw driving in his you know snowmobile in. So it's pretty interesting. So how old is the father and how old is the son? I'd say he's in his sixties. Yeah, and then the son was in his. 30s, 19? No. Oh, that young? I don't know. He might. Have, I don't know. Yeah, he looked was. maybe mid, 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 late twenties. One cool thing is like there's tons of mosquitoes out there in the summer. Like, oh, I couldn't yeah. believe how many mosquitoes are out there during this time. So they did. They took some like from a birch tree and they took some bark and and like melted it down into a tar. And they all rubbed the tar on themselves to keep right. the mosquitoes away. Yeah, there's just stuff like that. Basically. It was all. It was really besides. You you think like we just said, Adam, the technology that they had—it's been tried and true for centuries. The only thing that they couldn't prove on was snowmobiles, and instead of using an axe, which they did use an axe a lot of times, they had a chainsaw because that was the only thing that improved. So the trapping techniques, the uh, you know the bug spray, basically that stuff's just been around for centuries, and they still use it. And I was very happy to see a documentary called Happy People. They're very into dogs. Yes, happy people love dogs. There was, yeah, they actually spent a quite a long time talking about how they raise the dogs. This main character, his whole philosophy was, "You're not a good hunter unless you have a good dog." Right. Yeah. Which I never saw a dog take anything down. Which was, there was a, a quarter of the movie that was dedicated to raising a dog and how you treat a dog and how you, you know, how the dog and you have this relationship. But I don't think I ever saw a dog like run out and take something down. I don't know if it just kept bears away and stuff like that. I don't know. No guns in this? Yeah, they had some guns. They had some guns. I, I don't think I, they shot any. Were they like high caliber? Like yeah, only huge defense, long rifles. Or? Yeah, they were just uh, like three hundred eight, huge long rifle. Uh, no scopes? No scope, man. Iron no, they, sights. They, they, they did, I don't know. He shot a bird once. Did he hit a bird? Yeah. Good on. I mean, they hunt everything, man. They're fishing. They're collecting berries. They're uh, right. collecting pine nuts. They're collecting vegetables. Yeah, there was like a pine nut grinder that they made that was all rickety, but it like put out the you know all these pine nuts that they were eating and stock up on for the winter. It was very interesting to watch. Um, I I, and and the winter it was like negative fifty degrees all time during the winter. And the dude's just in like some hide, yeah, you know, little jacket. It's 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 crazy to see that there is. This, uh, you know, these type of people out there, these happy people um, that are out there today. 
Were you pleased with the fires that they made in this movie? Yes, these fires were much more realistic. The okay. CGI was great. It was <laughs> almost like a real fire. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was it was good. It was it was worthwhile. I was I was interested the whole way through. Right. Um, so but I think you got like that kind of thing, you know, uh, seeing how people live off the land and what would you do? Like, cause basically they're happy because they're out in the wilderness by themselves. Just nothing out there but them. Right. Like it was all, all the, on their shoulders. Like all the hunters had like 150 square kilometers. That's your hunting ground. So they all go out to your own little patch of hunting ground and you just hunt all winter for these sables. Right. And you collect the furs and you sell them and that's how they make money. Yeah. Why don't they domesticate the sables? Breed them? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He does this. He, he, I don't know. Again, with his philosophy, he had one interesting point where he was, he said he used to be a cattle rancher, but he can never bring himself to slaughter the cows because hmm. he feels like you're almost tricking the cows. Cause right. Like you you, re, you re, go up to them, you feed them, and then one time you go up and feed them, and you, they get a bullet instead of a treat. There's no sport in that. He said out here in the wilderness, it's just me versus the animals. And it's whoever smarter wins. Yeah, you know. So they, that's they, probably like, why they couldn't domesticate him, because yeah, like he said, he's like two years after raising this bull, you, you know, you it loves you, it knows it's you know you're gonna feed it, and he just it, it he was viewed he up. viewed it as more of a fair fight. Yeah, like out there in the wilderness, right? But yeah, so that's it. I mean, if we go into rewatchability, this is gonna be kind of interesting with a documentary. I mean, there's a handful of documentaries that I will. Um, go back to quite often, and I hope we see some more coming up in the docket. But um, I mean, rewatchability, Adam. Are you interested in seeing how um, uh, a couple of trappers up in the uh, the Russian North? Uh, are you eager to watch this one again? Do you think you missed anything, or how are you going to revisit this one, if at all? No, I don't think I would have revisited. I think once through is enough for me. I, okay. I got all the information. I can talk about it now. Sure. If anyone asked me about it, and it doesn't really have a main i would say agenda like right. most okay. documentaries do you know what i mean yeah so there's not like an overarching theme or driving point home it's mm-hmm. just like this is how these people live yeah there's just a bundle of information here you go yeah it's not this is why we're bringing you this information and how about you yeah no i'm in the same boat i i, I don't i don't think i need to rewatch this again i will say definitely check it out for the first time patrick just what we're saying here are you going to pop this one on or what we're saying is just not up your alley or what do you think? No, I think I definitely need to watch this because just you guys talking about it, I have so many more questions just to ask you guys. But well, I mean, well shoot, I'll, I'll answer. Yeah, we got yeah, we got some time, sure. Well, yeah, now you're on now the you spot. Now you put me on the spot. Right. You're like mosquito in a nudist colony, you don't know where to go. Yeah, I'm going to watch this movie. Okay. Yeah, just listening to you guys talk about this movie, I have a few more questions. Like, other than bears, did he have to encounter any other animals that he had to fight off? Uh, he didn't have to fight off any in here, but he definitely tells some stories about encountering bears and how he dealt with that. And um, the one thing I understand is why do you have to hunt the sable in the winter? Hmm. Like, wouldn't it be much easier to hunt them in the summer? Yeah. That's the one thing I didn't get. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe it is worth a rewatch just to get that info. I don't know. I would text them, but, you know. No, no service up there. Yeah. Verizon. Is he? <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> is he, like, still under contract with the Russian government, the yeah. Soviet Union? Yeah, what was that? I mean, the Soviets gave him that 
like gave him that plot I don't, of land. I don't know what his arrangement was. Right. But he was definitely like the guy in the village. Like he Oh yeah. Yeah, this guy was numero uno. Yeah. He was the big boss. And when you're saying he was he's the sixty year old guy, he's the Yeah. And he okay. He was probably yeah, the main dude in the town, a uh, big breadwinner for sure. But He's probably the most eloquent out of everybody, too. Mm. That's probably why they wanted so much time dedicated to him. I wonder if he, like, since he was dropped into all that acreage, like, he was the guy who started this town. I mean, was there already a town? I really didn't. Because there was a town, and then there's like, an outskirts where their houses were. And then, of course, he did his six-month journey to the middle of nowhere. So yeah. he, there was, like, a town, but it well, with, with electricity and stuff like that, it wasn't. Well, there is a native people to the taiga. Like a native, uh, like not Native American, but like Native Taiganese or whatever. Oh, like. you're right. So they're like, so I think Russia was kind of trying to expand and colonize the, the Siberia almost and get some of the furs out of there. So it's almost like they sent trappers in, much like in America where they sent the French sent trappers into uh, Indian territory. Mm. They sent Russians sent their own trappers into their own country, but. It was still, it's so vast, there's still the native people living there. Right. And they had a little segment on the native people it there. It was very short. Yeah. Very short. And they're just like, they're just, all those native people were just like alcoholics. Yeah. They couldn't like cope in the new age. They're losing their ways, losing their customs. Right. Like there was one old woman that still knew everything and that was it. Yeah. You know, and like they were blaming the Russians for introducing vodka to them and ruining their right. society. Yeah. They're all just, they're, they were like stacking wood or something in the back of a truck and they were all just sloshed and they're like, this is, this is life. Like we just, yeah, they're, wor- out there, they're out there working and they're just like hammered. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was, it was bizarre. But so I hope we're intriguing you to watch this. Yeah, one. I'm on board. Awesome, yeah. and then you got the great voice of the narrator. As Werner well. Herzog is has the best narration voice, <laughs> I believe. The, the the winter up in the taiga is so harsh; very few can survive. It's awesome. Well, tell you what, let's uh, let's do a drink review if we can, and um, bring it down to liquor store aisle. Adam, you want to bring us down to liquor store aisle? Well, I won't go to the liquor store. I'm gonna go out into the Russian backwoods, and I'm gonna have Nikolai make me some. Vodka out of his his home Russian moonshine, yeah. if you will, out of pine his pine nut vodka out of his home, yeah, his little pine right. nuts, yeah. So that's that's I think that's the kind of level of liquor you're looking at this, right? I so. had like a I had like a vodka moonshiny Russian <laughs> concoction because you know that's what they got to definitely sip on a Russian like vodka. Right. This movie definitely goes with the Russian vodka. It definitely is, definitely works. So mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, happy people a year in the taiga. Um, our last one up is. Shimmer Lake. Shimmer Lake. Let's uh, watch the trailer real quick. I'm not asking people to be perfect, Sal. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm no exception. Cops, cops drive, sheriff's driving with a little girl. They want, with no repercussions whatsoever. And what is the point of being the only clean person in a town that's completely dirty? Ron when Livingston, Rob Cordry. That's what I'm doing. Rain Wilson. Wyatt Russell. I'm giving this town a bath. Don't forget Sally's got a ballet recital tonight. Try again tonight. You're going to miss your daughter's dance recital. Well, what happened? Someone tried to rob this bank tonight. I shoot you in the face! Destroy it! Smash it! Smash it! Smash it! So he's, he's trying to smash the security system. He just turns it off. <laughs> what happened last night? Ed fucked us is what happened. I got to sneak around and get that money so we can get the hell out of here. I'm not much of a gun guy, Steph. Become one. Jesus, Steph. And go get the money. 
I have the biggest Don't you problems. Don't my door. There's no going back. By Netflix original film. That's a great scene, too. The bathroom. So they robbed the bank, came back, stole the banker. That was in reverse. You see that? No, 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 no. The Camaro is black and the suspects are white. <laughs> Shiver Lake. A Netflix film. Only on Netflix. June 9. Just came out, guys. This is a hot one. Just came out. Hot one. What do you got, Patrick? Right off the bat. Please don't spoil anything. No. We will not. You cannot. I don't think. I mean... It, it is, we'll be very careful. Even Adam, I don't think. You can keep a lid on this one, right? Yes, for sure. Okay, cool. Um, Shimmer Lake, uh, what do we got? IMDb stats there, by any chance? I got a 6.2 for it. 6.2? Mm-hmm. Very, really? very low. Wow. Comes in as a crime drama mystery. Yes. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, let's see. Compiling notes. Compiling notes. No budget found. Very spooky. <laughs> well, it's a very cool movie. Yeah. It's, um, so it takes place in a small town, and uh, it's like four friends that were um, that grew up together. Basically, mm-hmm. uh, one of them became the sheriff. The other uh, three his, are his brother, his brother, who's Rain Wilson. Yeah, Rain Wilson, and uh, so basically, it's kind of a it's it's a cool movie. Well, first of all, I gotta give a shout out to Steve. Um, he actually emailed us at the Netflix Explorers. The Netflix Explorers at gmail.com. Thank you. And he said, well, you got to check this movie out. It's awesome. So we, I did. We watched it. We loved it. I, I'm, we sent him a, a complimentary bottle of El Himador tequila, right. his favorite tequila. Yep. Courtesy of the Netflix Explorers. Yeah, it was Next Day FedEx. So, so that's what that's what we're doing. You know, if you recommend a movie to us and we think it's a good recommendation, you know, we're, we're not, we don't, we don't ignore our it's, listeners. It's easy as that. We'll just ship you, you know, what we think the liquor review is. And yeah. But very cool movie, Dale. Why don't you talk about the concept of well, it? I mean, the concept of it is um, it is done in a memento style, um, back to front. It takes place over a week, and it is done Friday to Monday, if I'm not mistaken. Friday to Tuesday. Friday to Tuesday. So you got Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday. Right. Yeah. So um, that that's how it was shot. So it was very interesting to get X amount of information that is revealing but it worked out perfectly oh it was done so well this this movie's got lots of twists lots of turns and how they did it in reverse just made it you think very they'd, cool they'd like you know the the last day of the week they'd blow it but yeah. they obviously don't so yeah. it's 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 great um the tension is there immediately right when you start off the just like watching the characters now they're interacting and again you're watching this from back to front. So the situation exists already. Whatever is happening mm-hmm. in this small town has already played out, but you're watching it. Uh, you're trying to figure it all out. You're exactly. So you're watching it backwards. So um, again, so it starts with, it starts with the end. Thus the tension is already has been built. So it's, it's very interesting. Um, also beautifully shot. I thought this was yeah. uh, both color and, you know, like shot set up uh, really set the mood, and I think it really helped with that tension too. Now I know you're a big fan of character development, but was there a lot of character 
undevelopment in this movie with it being shot backwards? No, there the way character interactions and the relationships were revealed, uh, especially in a backwards set, was just incredibly done. And it also uh, there was um, what do you call it? Not reveals, but like plot twists done in reverse. Like it was. I think you said this yesterday to me when we were watching fireworks that. It's almost Tarantino-esque how each scene makes you ask a whole bunch of new questions. Right. So, like, I, I was writing down all the questions I had right. every time I was watching this movie. It was like, wait, what is that? Okay. So then, so you watch Friday. Friday all happens, and then you go back to Thursday. So you got to remember everything that happened that you just seen hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So it, it was very... Reservoir dogsy. Yes. Kind exactly. Of. Yeah. So it, it, it was... It was I don't know. It was awesome. Uh, Great cast. I was just going to say that's on my list too. The uh, the cast: Rob Corddry, again, a very um, um, humor. You peg him for humor, along with Rain Wilson. You expect a um, you expect just kind of a goofy character, but this is definitely a very the, dark. Uh, the guy from Office Space, Ron Livingston. Ron Livingston. Yeah, he plays a uh, FBI agent. Yeah, him and Rob Corddry are the FBI agents. Right. They're hilarious. Yeah. The movie's got the movie's very funny actually. There's a lot of funny it moments. It is. Yeah, and that's what's so that's what's so strange. You'd almost call this a comedy, but it's it's so dark that it's uh you know, it has funny moments, but I wouldn't put it in a comedy genre. Yeah. And then like what I liked about it was one of the main characters that everyone's talking about the whole time, you don't even see him until like later on like till yeah. Wednesday. Right. You know, you don't see him until halfway through the movie and they keep talking about him and talking about him and you don't even know who this guy is right. or what his deal is until you until you see him. Right. And it's it's very coolly done. Uh right? yeah, I I have written down how they reveal uh character relationships in backwards order is interesting. So you wonder like you said you have questions about how Friday worked out. Well, how do these people know each other? Blah blah blah. Well, guess what? Thursday, you're gonna figure out how, or Wednesday, or it or, it, it breaks our standard uh, in seven minutes. And you gotta know what this movie's about. Rule. That's very true. It it really does. You just have to infer a lot. Mm-hmm. You think like, okay, well, he's got beef with his brother, and uh, he's hunting him, or yeah, something. Well, well then why is he being hunted? What? Yeah. So why is he being? Well, that was in the trailer. I think. And it's like it happens in the first five minutes, so. right? So it, it like, well, I mean, watching the trailer, I didn't see anything. Well, there was one scene maybe in reverse, but I didn't really notice like the whole movie's going to be filmed backwards. No, you know what? That no, that scene where you see him putting the gun out the window and shooting. Yeah, first five. That's yeah, that's the first five minutes, and and you don't even know what he's shooting at. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. He was hunting please, for Sable, I please. think. <laughs> uh, maybe I got my movies. I no, see traps. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually, and this is also narrated by Werner Herzog. <laughs> uh, no, but anyway, like you said, Adam, there's there's a ton of questions. You can't get your seven minutes in. You have to stick around for the entire film. Yeah, you're active. You're an active thinker the and whole time. Let me tell you, even though you're seeing it from back to front, so you think you're getting revealed everything. You know, already, and you just got to backtrack and stick around with the movie. Every day in reverse is a revelation to what has happened, you know, the next day, or, or, you know, you see it all revealed. Every time, every time they bring up a new day and start shooting that day, it's, it's, it's a plot twist in itself. Yeah. And they do the days in order. So, like, Friday is morning to night, Thursday is morning to night. 
it's not like backwards completely. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The days are the, the days are in sure. reverse order, but the days themselves are in chronological order. Right. So, so that was really interesting. There's, there's just tons of plot twists throughout the whole thing. Netflix original movie. Yeah. Again, uh, from what I've seen, maybe some aside, Netflix has just been killing it. And with this cast and the way this movie looked, I, we don't have a budget written down, but it had some dollars there. It's got to. I want to stop you there because not all Netflix originals are great. I've seen a no, couple that I've and I did on. stop myself a little uh, bit. I, I, not to put you on the spot, but I will say the ones that we've put on the docket have been tip tip of the top. Right. So they've been they've been pretty high up there. But that that being said, not all of them are on point. Please check out what we're telling you. Right. And then yeah, of course we are your go to for Netflix and Netflix originals. Mm-hmm. But um I mean Adam, how much more can we dive into? Uh, we're obviously super pumped movie of the week. Definitely <sighs> movie of the week. Uh everyone should watch this movie. Greg again, great recommendation from our buddy Steve. Mm, shout uh, out Steve. Shout out Steve. Enjoyed the drinks. Yes. And it was um, Why did you choose this one, Adam? We've been revealing why you put stuff on the docket. Was it just Steve's recommendation? Well, Steve told me about it and I looked into it and it said it's in reverse order. It's like memento style, like right. you said, and the cast in it looked great. And it's Netflix original. It's a different movie kind of structure with a great cast. I thought, okay, this this seems pretty pretty good. Let's sure. check this out. Yeah. So that was kind of the thinking that went into that. And so your your interest in putting it on the docket, I mean, let's go to rewatchability. Still there. I mean, oh yeah, oh big time. This and I'd almost like to rewatch it just to maybe I miss something. And if you watch it, I watched it with two other people. And I would recommend watching it with somebody mm. because it's fun to kind of talk to them and like, oh, so what do you think that? What is that? What was that? You know, right. what do you think? Did you catch that? Like, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. So I think watching it with somebody is even more rewarding yeah. than watching this by yourself. Right. So if you are watching it with a group of people, is there a certain spot where you want everybody to be really quiet? Because if somebody asks a question and it kind of ruins something for me, would that be... I think it's got to be watched as like a raise your hand. We will pause the film, address your question, yes. answer it as best as possible or clarify. That's pretty much what we did. And then hit play. Yeah. There's a couple points where we're like, no, rewind it. That happened. Like, oh, okay. oh no, I thought this happened. So we like, I like rewind. It yeah. Oh, it's definitely. Like, yeah. Talk about rewatchability. It has yeah, rewatchability yeah. built in while you're watching it the yeah. first time. So I'm looking at the IMDb page and it says it's got a runtime of 83 minutes. Did it take you guys longer than 100 minutes to watch this with the rewinds? I never did any rewind because I, I was doing a solo watch. So I... Uh, yeah, it was 90 minutes, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it didn't feel short. No, it did not. But it, be, the action was there all the time. I mean, it was never a drawn-out moment. But it was every moment was perfect. Like, they needed every moment. It was concise. It was boom, right. boom, boom, yep. boom. Yep. You know? Succinct. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, I really, really like this one. I don't know where six point two comes from in That's IMDb. A joke. I have, I really sevens all day, in my opinion. I agree. Low sevens, mid sevens. Yeah, man, it's got great. Like, I would love to watch it again, knowing everything that happens. Oh and yeah, going through it again. It's, it's almost got the prestige. It's re-watch. got the prestige rewatchy thing, right? Yes. So the, great a, jokes. Yeah. So don't go to IMDb. Look at the uh, rating. Stick with us. We're we're way on board for this. Uh, characters great. Stories great. Everything. All right, Super was a 6.8. That's that's crazy to me. That's and this was a 6.2. So you have 90 minutes. Which one are you going to watch? Uh, this one, for sure. Uh, Sh- uh, Shimmer Lake, for sure. Shimmer Lake? Yeah. I mean, I think 
I don't know what my rewatchability was for Super, but I don't remember if it was there for me at all. I don't know if I liked it that much. I don't think I did. Uh. But either way, Shimmer Lake's definitely there. Uh, rewatchability wise, yeah, I'm bummed you didn't watch this one, man. Talk yeah, about with us. What I'm sorry, what I'm really sorry. We've been rapping David about Patrick. Daddy. Are you are you hopping in? Are you gonna watch this one? Like I said, if you guys would have spoiled anything in this movie, and if you still, if you spoil anything in this movie, I'm gonna be very upset. It's gonna be very poor notes for at least a month, just as passive aggressive as I can possibly be. We can't lose those great note taking skills you got. But uh, I'll tell you what, let's uh, let's finish this one up. Let's, uh, what are you going to take down the liquor store aisle? What are you going to grab from the liquor store aisle? Uh, so what I wrote down was a little different. Uh, I'm not going down the liquor store aisle. This movie is like, like I said, you want to watch this movie with other people. So this movie is like you wake up after a night of drinking and you're blacked out. Right. And you wake up and you're like, man, what happened last night? You need a buddy there to, <laughs> to tell you everything you did right. in reverse order. To like, and it like, was an awesome night. Yeah, and it was an awesome right. night. It was one of the, like, so, yeah. you're, so you don't know what's going on, but you need someone to tell you how good things were. And it, yeah, that's what this movie's like. Okay. How about you? I got written down, this is just like a, a good beer, but um, you, start, you start the night off, your buddy's got the good beer, and he's going to come over later. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of like start the night, you know, it's eight, you know, it's Friday in the movie, it's nine, it's ten. It's like, dude, like... Man, when is it like? How is this going to wrap up? How is my buddy going to get here with these beers? And finally, like this grand reveal, and like the the premise of the movie is finally opened up once you get back to you know day one, and that's when your buddy comes to the door with these great beers. So you're kind of you're waiting for this great, you know, this great drink. You know, at the <laughs> at the end of the night, you're waiting, you're waiting, and this whole movie is tantalizing and it just it keeps you on edge you know when's your buddy going to show up and you, you know he's got this great beer and then once it ends and your buddy rolls in with the beer it is a great it's payoff. got everything man it's got some action it's got some comedy right it's it makes you think it's a thriller oh, it's a twisted there's yeah a, there's a, some sex appeal in there mm-hmm. for, for some people so it's it's top notch yeah it's got it all i mean uh, it doesn't have society defying and i wouldn't call it an easy action no, no. but um but either way, we, you don't need those pillars. You don't always need those pillars. No, not all the time. Not this movie is a great exception. But anyway, that's what I that's what I got. Just a just your a good payoff of a beer. We'll put it that way if, if that's a thing. But um, anyway, guys, I think that's uh, I think that's it for us. I think that's uh, that's definitely movie of the week. What's up, Patrick? Did Shimmer Lake have any traps in it? Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of traps. There's some Can tra- we get a, <laughs> what movie had the trap of the week? Uh, that's pretty. That's a pretty good question. We no, have a lot of traps. No, think of the end of Shimmer uh, Shimmer Lake. Okay, that, yeah, that was stop, that was stop, that was stop. the ultimate trap. That was the ultimate. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, no, I, we already said this whole movie's one big trap. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's perfect. No, it's uh, that's where we're at on that one for sure. So Patrick, you got to watch it. Everybody out there, you guys all got to watch it. Guys and gals. This is what we do. We we dig deep. This movie just came out June 9th. We we looked into it. We reviewed it. We're recommending it. So. Yeah. 6.2 is garbage. Put that aside. Listen to us. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Very good. Um, but that wraps it up. Patrick, sorry you didn't get to watch it, but I hope you kind of, you know, we gave you enough to go off of. It was, it was a good week for me, too. If I would have known, I could have slammed these all out and, like, three and a half hours. They're all under 90 minutes. It's, so Well, I there's mean, always next week. I'm always, I'm always thinking about you when I post these movies on the doc. I appreciate it. <laughs> you got to watch them. Uh, but thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, 
and just being the listener, like being the being the outside guy looking in. It's fun to play this role. It's cool sometimes. Yeah. You're playing a Rob. Shout out to Rob. Hey, Rob. Yep. Uh, Adam, again, sitting across from me. I sat across from you last night watching the fireworks. Now we're watching some movies. It's just it's great to have you, man. Great stuff. Podcasting with you. It's always a good time. Again, shout out to Steve. Hope you enjoy that tequila bottle curse yeah, the Netflix Explorers. Well, yeah, and that's all it is. If you know, people bring us these films that are on Netflix, we got to watch. If you guys have something, please reach out to uh, uh, reach out to us on Facebook. We're out there, the Netflix Explorers. Um, if it's something you don't want to share with the world, the Netflix Explorers at gmail.com. We reply to every email um, as quickly as we can. Um, so feel free to reach out there. We're on iTunes, of course. We're also on Spreaker. That's all in the show notes and stuff. So. Subscribe, leave us a rating. We'd greatly appreciate it. Helps us get seen. We are in the top tier on Spreaker for you know movie entertainment, so that's kind of fun. So look for us there. Um, it's got you know kind of puts our chest out a little bit. Yeah, so. yeah. I was We're, I was jacked when you told me that. Yeah, but I mean you know what? It's not we we just do a podcast here in the studio, and it, what really we we get high off of is everybody giving their feedback and listening and subscribing and everything like that. So. We're nothing without our listeners. Would you not agree? Totally agree. Awesome. Far none. Cool, guys. Well, hey, that's it for the Netflix Explorers. We will see you next week. Out in the wilderness, they are truly the happy people. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.